What's up, everyone? What's up? This is your boy, JJ, coming in for another episode of This Is The Life Podcast. Before I begin, I just want to wish everyone a Happy New Year. I hope everyone has had a good start to 2022. I hope everyone is living out their dreams. And most of all, I hope everyone's staying safe. Now, before I begin, I don't have any, you know, specific shout outs. I just want to shout out everybody that's staying alive, staying positive. And again, those that are just living life to the fullest. Shout out to everybody. Well, this is my first episode of the year. Um, I took a couple weeks off, uh, you know, for, you know, Christmas break and New Year's. I wanted that time to just de-stress and just, you know, have my mind clear. Didn't want to have any type of work on my mind or anything. But here we are, Tuesday, 6 o'clock p.m. We are live and in living color. Now, today's episode is going to be... I guess you say interesting because of the um the specific topics that I chose to talk about. But normally I usually like to have a topic of choice, but today I just want to, you know, kind of get back in the groove of talking to you guys and, you know, I'm just going to really just be talking about different things that's going on around the world, uh more specifically in the US. So, like I said, um I'm not going to talk about anything, you know, specific topic-wise. This is just to, you know, get you guys to be informed about what's going on. Well, the first um, thing is, if you guys have been listening or some of you might be joining in, in the beginning of my podcast, I started some segments, you know, where I choose different things to spotlight, you know, for example, local things, T-H-A-N-G-S, local things is where I pick a specific thing to talk about that's happening locally, you know, within my uh, community here in South Florida, okay? National things is things that's obviously happening outside of South Florida, you know, and it could also be things globally. You tripping? you know, segment where I, you know, spot out something or someone that's done something a little questionable and famous spotlight. I like to choose someone that's in the public eye that has maybe done something, you know, positive or it could be something negative, but most of the time it's something positive. But today I'm kind of combining everything because when I, you know, like I said, when I chose these specific um, stories to shed light on, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, this could kind of hit with you tripping. It could hit with local. It could hit with national, things like that, okay? Well, first story I want to talk about. <sighs> okay, let me let me get my thoughts together because this first um, – first thing I want to talk about, it's funny and it's not, you know, when I 
when I thought of this podcast, you know, my main thing was, again, to shed light on things that people want to hear but just are afraid to talk about. And I also feel like I have so much to share, whether it's personally or things that are happening in our world, you know, just my take. And I still have come to the conclusion that people are just stupid, and that's just how it's going to be. I'm not, you know, saying that all people are stupid. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But again, this is the part of my platform. I'm going to say stuff that's going to ruffle feathers. You can like it or you can hate it. Either way, I'm still going to say it. So, again, people are stupid. And people's actions make them stupid. You know, there's this thing I like to call, you know, something that's been around for centuries. It's called common sense. And common sense is something that you're not born with. It's something you are learned with. It's something you are taught. And some people just miss that bus. This, you know, first um, individual I want to talk about, he falls on to everything. He falls into the you tripping. He falls also into the local and national because even though this did not happen here, right, directly in South Florida, it's in Florida. So I'm going to say it's a little bit of both, local and national. This first um, topic I want to talk about, I'm sure some of you have heard about it. It happened about, say, a little over a week ago in Naples, Florida, the um, terrible, terrible tragedy of a tiger being shot and killed because a custodian tried to pet it and feed it. Now, okay, I'm going to talk about it, and then I'm going to shed my light on it. All right. In Naples, Florida, a tiger by the name of Echo was shot and killed. Actually, it was a Malayan tiger. He was shot and killed, I believe, last Wednesday on the 30th. I might be wrong. No, sorry, the 29th. There we go, the 29th. Now, okay. This custodian was allegedly, okay, he was allegedly in an unauthorized area, and according to the police, he either tried petting it or feeding it. Either way, both of those are a no-no. Okay, going on. Now, Echo decided to clamp on this guy's hand, okay? And you can hear the man just wailing and screaming and crying in pain as the police came. Now, I want to jump in, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Now, if some of you have not seen the video, try to get a hold of it. You could probably, you know, you can probably still pull it up on, actually, no, you can still pull it up on TMZ. You could probably YouTube it, but I'm just going to caution you. If you watch the one that's not censored, just be prepared. You're going to, it's, it's, it's graphic, but it's not super graphic because when I watch the uncensored version, you can see, like, obviously the guy's arm, like, dangling from the mouth. And you can see the blood, but you can't see it, like, fully, fully, fully close up as if you're in a movie. 
but you can get the idea, okay? But again, I'm just warning you if you decide to watch it, okay? So, continuing on. Now, police, um, they weren't able to free the custodian, and unfortunately ended up shooting the tiger in the head, point-blank range, killing him. Um, Now, okay, the worker, he was in his 20s. He was, you know, seriously injured and taken to a trauma center. And according to a spokesperson at the zoo in Naples, the custodian was not a zoo employee, but he was part of a company contracted by the zoo. So basically a a third party, if you want to put it like that. Okay. Now, if some of you don't know what point blank range is. Point blank range is pretty much when you get up and close to that person or thing and you just shoot it. Now, I'm not an animal activist. I don't claim to be, you know, I don't have anything against them. But like I said, if if somebody kills birds, I'm not going to go out and protest. That's them. I hey, look, you know, but unfortunately, this was justified and also no one should not say it was the tiger's fault okay now the deputy had to do what he had to do okay you know it's 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 a fight it's a fight or flight situation and unfortunately they had to choose the human side it's just because But I feel that this guy's arm should have been ripped off for him to have an understanding that you cannot go against nature. (sighs) Let's see. If you go to someone's house, they invite you in, they tell you, have a seat, okay, make yourself at home. You're going to do it. After a while, they'll probably come and say, hey, you know, make yourself at home. But if you need to move around the house, just don't go to that door to the left. That's off limits. Okay. You can go anywhere else in the house. Just don't go to that door. Okay. If someone tells you that, why are you going to go to that specific door? They just told you. You can move around anywhere you want. Just don't go to that door. So why are you going to go to that door? So, you know, my, my, my thing is, okay, someone just specifically gave you a play-by-play of instruction. But yet, you decide, I'm going to do what I want to do because every action has a reaction. Every action has a consequence. What is wrong with people today? I want to know what is You're wrong with people. Ass. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. He's a dumbass. And... I I don't know what his status is in the hospital, but I'm pretty certain he's going to need a whole lot of rehab. You know, 
you you just came face to face with a Malaysian tiger. This tiger had your arm, your arm in its mouth. Jesus. Uh, sometimes I have to pause and think like when I when I when I talk about these things like in the back of my head I'm just like really like you serious? So, you know, to those that work in the Naples Zoo, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys are still grieving, you know, those of you that worked with you know, Echo the the Malaysian tiger for probably, you know, X amount of years and things like that, you know, you know, may you guys, you know, just, you know, mourn and mourn in peace. This guy should be fired. And this guy should face some charges. Just because that's my opinion. Chances are he's going to lose his job because the company is obviously not going to sue because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the zoo's fault. The zoo hired him to do a job, not try to go and be Billy Badass. So chances are somebody's going to somebody's going to lose their job and it is what it is. Like I said, every action has a consequence. Uh, anyways, moving on. Um <laughs> this next this next uh <laughs> this next topic, well not even topic. No, 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 I'm not gonna say topic. This next um story I found out is related to the zoo again. And I'm just like I guess everybody, I see, I was going to say, I guess, I guess winter break or I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I was going to say, I, I don't know if people just have this fascination with zoos or what, I don't know. But anyways, this is actually an old story, very old, but it just popped up, you know, within the archives. So I decided to check it out. A woman was 86th from the zoo over an affair with a chimpanzee. All right. Now, they do say opposites attract, though. But unfortunately, this one woman took a little too far. She got banned from a Belgian zoo after the owners felt her relationship with one of the primates went a little too far. Now, this lady's name, we're going to pull her up to the court. We're going to put her into the front seat. Her name is Addie Timmermans, and she just, you know, she ended up getting the boot from the Antwerp Zoo after a four-year, quote-unquote, affair. She had carried on with one of their chimps, a male named Cheetah, okay, according to reports. Apparently, she would stop by weekly and interact with you know, the chimp behind glass. And why she got banned, it turned out Timmerman's affection for the chimp was screwing with his ability to socialize with other chimps in his habitat. The zoo reported 
uh, that Cheetah was being isolated after visiting hours, which is something that, you know, happens. But it seems that if one starts to get a little too close to humans, you know, it makes sense, though. You know, um, Cheetah used to be an actual pet. So his fondness for people isn't really his fault, you know. But the good news is it didn't get physical, but they say it amounted to blowing kisses and waving and things like that. So I so thank God there wasn't no sex between this lady and monkey, but still, you know, um, this lady is like pretty mad about it, saying it's not fair that she can't come see the chimp, you know, while other people are able to do it, and she, you know, from the looks of it, she really seemed upset, and apparently they have on record saying that this is all she has in her life. Wow. Well, <laughs> even though this is for dogs, they say dog is a man's best friend and things like that. Now, it, this is this is kind of weird, and it's kind of scary, you know, because for one, this is what a primate, and you're a human. I know they do say, obviously, you know, we, you know. Similar, you know, primates, they have human traits. Okay, but to be infatuated with a chimp, okay, I'm going to be real on this. I'm not condoning it, but people do what they got to do. Okay. They have places for you to go. I'm I'm just going to be blunt, okay? They have brothels, okay? Strip clubs. They have all these resources for people if you want to just go and get off, okay? And unfortunately, if that's all you have, then like I said, you need to check out these different places and get yourself off and go. But a chimpanzee, like I, I, I could only, I could only imagine if she was able to get up close, she'd probably want to fuck him, you know. And <laughs> I'm just like, where's her, you know? So she doesn't have anybody. She has no family, you know. She doesn't have anybody to talk to. I mean, come on, like, you know. I don't have a whole gang of friends like I used to. You know, hell, I can count them on my hand now. But if if, if shit got rough, I could pick up the phone and, and text at least one of those people. You know, but like I said, I'm nobody to judge. I'm not trying to judge. I don't want to be a judge. But I'm I'm calling the spade a spade. Lady, you, you, you need some help. You know, you need some you need some professional help. You know, and that's just that's just the way it is, you know, to be infatuated with a chimp, you know, that you can't even, you know, obviously you don't want to, but you can't even touch. You just look. That's like me going to a restaurant and being infatuated with a waitress that I know I can't have, but I'm going to go every day to see her. No, oh, man, that's fucking crazy. <clears throat> now, then I'm thinking, this is costing money. No. Better yet, 
it's not costing them because chances are she probably ends up getting herself a a a a I don't know how they work over there, but probably get some type of monthly uh or yearly zoo pass just so she can go see this one chip. Man, I thought I had some issues. Jeez. So, you know, listen, people, just uh <laughs> people stay vigilant because it is it's you know, it's getting real in these streets, like you know, people really have some shit going on, and just just stay vigilant, guys. Just really stay vigilant. Moving on. Here we are again at the zoo. I wish I was making this up, but again, this is real life. I'm not making any of this up. We have another situation at the zoo, but this one's kind of funny. Uh, this actually happened in the Bronx. Shout out to all the people in the Bronx and NY. If anybody's you know, if anybody's happening to be listening, shout out to everyone in the zoo. Gorillas. Some gorillas were caught oral sex in front of people going to the zoo. This shit is crazy. Now. Um, Simon and Garfunkel, you can Google them. When they saying that it's all happening at the zoo, they weren't fucking joking because, like I said, there were two gorillas that ended up doing the do in front of a whole bunch of people watching. Now, it's funny though. You see these primates just. You know, one's doing one thing, one's doing another. And one of them comes down, goes to the other one, and just gets down and does their business. Let me paint you another picture. One primate's on one side. Another one is, like, on the other side of a rock. The one on the other side of the rock climbs, okay, climbs over, comes around to the other primate, puts them down, and does the do. That's what I'm talking about. Now, uh, <laughs> so how they say people, you know, are friends with benefits, I guess the new term apes with benefits uh, can come to play, you know, because like I said, the other uh, primate got on his back and was just enjoying, enjoying from from his, uh, you know, ape with benefits. Now, the adults... <laughs> were pretty much like in shock and they were like trying to get their kids out of there. Cause you know, at the same time, you know, kids, you know, shouldn't really be seeing that. But again, if it happens, you know, it happens, you know, you you can't get mad. But again, you know, if you're with your children, you're going to be like, Oh shit, let me cover my, you know, my, my, my child's eyes, you know, and then have to try to explain that, you know, some type of way later on, you know, but I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, that primate had a good happy ending. You know, hey, like I said, it is what it is. Uh, you know? So, hey, this uh, is. I'm just like, I'm just thinking like, you're going to a zoo and you just all of a sudden see two like animals fucking. Like, I'll probably stand there just watch and laugh because. You again, you don't expect it. Obviously they do, 
but you just don't, nobody thinks, okay, I'm going to go to the zoo today and probably see two gorillas getting it on. You, you don't think that. But if it happens, you probably stand there a couple minutes and be like, oh, okay, let me turn around. <laughs> so, like I said, um, shout out to everybody in the Bronx. <sighs> everybody, you know, some way or another has watched, you know, a professional sport. And, you know, you might have watched it from, you know, start to finish. You might have watched it in between or you might have caught the last, you know, five or ten minutes of a game. But I don't think anybody would expect to see an athlete just stop in the middle of the court or field, wherever they're playing, and just run off and quit. My boy, Antonio Brown, A.B., A.B., I got to call you up to the front, brother. (sighs) Okay, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's a professional football player who apparently now, according to online sources, is still part of the Tampa Bay Bucks. They won a Super Bowl last year with Tom Brady, who I feel like is not human because Tom Brady is in his 40s, but he's playing like he's in his 20s. <sighs> okay. This past Sunday, Antonio Brown, Tampa Bay Buck, was playing against the New York Jets. Something happened on the, on the sideline, and Antonio Brown took off his jersey, took off his pads, took off his uh, sleeve of the shirt, threw the shirt in the crowd, then ran off the field waving and giving peace gestures to the crowd. Now, Coach Arians, uh, after the game, basically told reporters that Brown was no longer a buck. Okay. Now, like I said, according to online sources, he has not been officially cut. And it's a rumor going around that he might just be looking at a suspension. Now, where do I begin with A.B.? Okay. Antonio Brown, and this obviously probably a lot of you probably, again, don't watch or follow professional sports, which is fine. Okay. Antonio Brown has had a checkered past. You know, those of you that do follow professional sports, you know. He's had he's had a checker pass. He's he's done things that are very, very, very questionable. Now, I'm not going to judge him because I am not perfect. Okay? But Antonio Brown has to be Unfortunately, he's held to a certain standard because he's a public figure. He's a professional athlete. He is playing professional football at the highest level of sports. Children look up to him. Children idol him. Children want to be like him. (sighs) A.B., and I'm saying this, This is my personal opinion. A.B. needs help, and he needs a strong 
team around him. A.B. has yes men around him. If you don't know what a yes man is, a yes man is a person that's a coat rider, someone that's with you because of what you can do for them and what you can do for others around. A yes man is basically a person that says, yep, uh-huh, oh yeah, hey man, hey, you do that, hey, well, I'm with you, A.B., you do it, man, hey, go ahead and post that, go ahead and run, man, I'm glad you ran off that field, fuck them niggas, that's a yes man. Now, Would I be a yes man? Why not? Think about it. I can get into some nice expensive clubs. I can eat the most expensive food, drink the most expensive drink. I just have I can just have all this stuff if I'm a yes man. And this is what his problem is. He doesn't have a strong team around him to say, Hey man, you tripping. Hey man. What what's up? Hey man. You 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 need to sit down and, and, and chill a minute. He don't have those type of people around him because I feel if, if, if A.B. had those type of people around him, he would not be in the predicament that he is. Sunday, he could not even he could not even fly back with his team. So what he did, he basically caught, I don't think it was an Uber. He basically ended up getting in contact with the driver that does other uh, rounds for different celebrities within the New York, New Jersey area. And then this past, uh, what, uh, I think it was Monday or two, no, yesterday, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, he was at the uh, Brooklyn Nets game, just chilling courtside like nothing ever happened. You know, and I said, it must be nice. It must be nice to walk out of your job and then be at a game courtside the next day. Shit must be nice. But again, I'm not hating. I'm just speaking facts, you know. Now, I want to go over. I want to go over some uh, some stats on AB, some personal stats that can give you a better limelight of how things started with AB. Now, let's go back. Let's go back uh, December December 2018. This now these stats are within the last now four years because we're in 2022. I'm gonna go back December 2018. Antonio Brown was deactivated by the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 17. Okay, when you're deactivated, that's basically. Uh, you're you're not off the team, but you're not activated to play. They you're basically you're just there, but you're you're not ready to play. You're 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 not on the field or nothing. Okay, so again, he was deactivated by the Steelers week 17 after reportedly he threw a football at a teammate in practice. Okay, now football. Is a brotherhood, okay? Football is a brotherhood. On Sundays, for those three hours, you with your family. You, that's a brotherhood. We we together. We we fighting. We trying to get we trying to get that W and go home. Now, brothers and sisters fight, siblings fight, okay. But. You don't want to just say necessarily 
turn against your your, your brother. You know, I mean, of course you're going to have some quarrels, you're going to fight depending, but you know, you 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 you're not like I said, you're not you're not going to just do a 180 on your brother. You know, you 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 there for them. So that that happened right there. And here's some more things. Here's some more things. February 2019, he met with the Steelers owner, Art Rooney II, and they agreed that both sides, you know, are going to move on. So, A.B., you're going to go this way, we're going to go this way, all right? March of 2019, same year, he was traded by Pittsburgh to the Raiders for third and fifth round picks. All right. July 2019, he was placed on a non-football injury list. That means he got injured, but it was non-football related. He had frostbite on his feet from cryotherapy. Cryotherapy is a type of treatment athletes or some, you know, people just do. It, It basically, cryotherapy basically, I guess you could say, it heals your, you know, certain parts of your body, things like that. Okay, so August 2019, he missed the Raiders training camp due to helmet grievances. Basically, he was not going to be wearing a specific helmet because he just felt a type of way about it. September 7, 2019, the Raiders released him after he went on Instagram posting for them to release him. He went on a rampage and they released him. September 9th, he signed a one-year deal worth up to $15 million with the Patriots. Okay? September 10th through the 16th, an ex-trainer by the name of Brittany Taylor accused uh, Brown of sexual assault. Sports Illustrated reported the second incident of sexual misconduct. September 20th, he was gone. He was out of the Patriots. They released him. Okay? Fast forward to 2020, January 22nd, AB was charged with felony burglary with battery and two misdemeanors for an incident with the moving truck company. He pleaded no contest, but he did not receive jail time. Okay? It gets better. July 31st, 2020, he was suspended eight games for multiple violations of the NFL's personal conduct policy. October 27, 2020, he signed a one-year deal with the Bucks. February 7th, fast forwarding to last year, 2021, he caught five passes, including a touchdown as the Bucks won the Super Bowl. May 25th of last year, he re-signed with the Bucks. okay? Now, fast forwarding to last, uh, last month, December 2nd. He was suspended for three games for violating the NFL, NFP, uh, NFPA COVID-19 protocols. The league and the players' union found that Brown was among three players who misrepresented their vaccination statuses. Basically, he forged a COVID card. Now, here we are present day. January 2nd, he took off his equipment and ran off the field 
during the game at the Jets. And then that's when Coach Arian said he is no longer a buck. Now, before I continue, I have a call. We're going to take the call. Caller, you are on live. What is up? What is up? What is up, my boy? Hey, Roger, what's going on? What's good, man? What's good? I heard you talking about AB, man. Hey, listen. Your occasion is going around in the NFL, man. <laughs> hey, what, 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 what? You know what's your what what's your take on AB man? Like what what what? How do you feel about all this with AB? I think he's somebody man who's come from mental instability or mental issues. Now, how far or how deep those go, who knows, man? But um, it seems that he's been battling some mental demons for quite some time. Um, but one of the things that I heard, and I'm not sure if you read this as well, was that. The reason why he took off the helmet and his jersey right before he walked off the field was because, quote-unquote, this is what I read, um, that he had an ankle injury that he told the, I think it was the offensive coordinator, uh, coordinator that he did not feel well enough to play, and they're like, if you don't get back on the field, you're off the roster pretty much. We're done with you. Yeah, I, okay, I heard I heard that um I actually heard that what late late yesterday and then today. Okay, mm-hmm. but here okay, but here's my thing on it. He played earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. If his ankle was just say I'm you know, I wasn't there, I don't know his body. But if his ankle was quote unquote Injured, they should have put him on the the on the you know the IR list for that game. Yeah, be, you know, I, again, I I'm not in the world of the NFL, but I'm just thinking, you know, or he could have went in for a couple, a couple snaps, you know, and but but then like you said. He told them, and they said, no, you got to get back in. So it's now it's becoming a he said, she said thing. Yep. You know, but but the whole the, the whole antic of taking off, you know, taking off your, 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 your jersey, taking off the, you know, the pads, throwing it, that's the immaturity of A.B., Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that that I'm completely yeah, against. Yeah. Like, I, I think he could have handled maybe the situation a little differently. You know, even even you don't want to play, you know, sit on the bench, you know, refuse to get up. You know, that'll cause a lot more commotion, and that'll cause more attention to what the point you're trying to make versus storming off the field, going into the end zone. I, I can't remember if it was during a play or whatever it was, and taking off your shirt and disrespecting the team that paid you and gave you the chance to come back after all those emotional issues, all those behavioral issues that he had. Because I think one of the things that he also did was, did, didn't he have an altercation with one of his ex, um, I don't know if it was his wife or his ex-girlfriend, that I think he was physical with her and she didn't end up pressing charges or something like that, or the charges were dropped against them, if I'm not mistaken. can't remember the whole details on it. But I don't know if there was uh, something along those lines. 
Pro- probably so. Um, I know him and um, well, his okay, because I know, I know he has what five kids, and his mm-hmm. uh, three of those kids is from uh, his baby mama named uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Chris. And I think it's that one. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's that one, the one that I'm that I'm talking about. The one I can't remember. I believe. Um, yeah, I think it's three kids. The the three young ones. I believe. Yes. That's the one that he had the issues with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, they, they, their relationship, dude. Like their their relationship is weird. Like, you know how some people have an off and on relationship. Theirs goes beyond off and on. Like. Theirs does like a on 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 off 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 on 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 on. It's weird, man. And and I know like I was just funny, like you know, I was watching um on YouTube today an old uh well a clip from like I think it happened what lat no I think it was like two years ago now where this was in the midst of him not playing in the league. They they um. Well, no, not they. He ended up apparently calling the cops because he has a big. I was, I was telling my mom this. This dude has a fucking huge house in Hollywood, okay. And the house, like I said, man, it 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 takes up. <laughs> I'd have to describe it. It it takes up. Uh, I don't even know how many acres, but anyways, okay. So he was at his home in Hollywood, and apparently. She came to the house, and he called the cops, and it was this big shit, like, on Instagram, and he's, like, he's there, like, cursing her out, calling her all type of names in front of the cops and in front of the kids, man, and I was just, like, wow, like, he would, like, she had the kids, and he would be saying all this stuff and then look to the kids and be like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and it's, like, Dude, like, okay, feel how you feel about her, but you should never, ever put your kids in front of that type of, that, that, that toxicness, man. Like, you know, these kids at that time, the kids were what? I, uh, I'd i probably say they were maybe under eight. Yeah. yeah, or something. And I'm just like, wow. And, and, and to me, like I said, Roger, it goes back. It goes back to what I just said about yes, man. He had somebody right there, probably just egging him on. Yeah, like yeah, AB, do it, man, do it, cuss it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead, you supposed to have somebody right there be like, yo, hey, AB, man, you gotta chill, bro. Hey, hey, put that phone down, man. Handle your bit. Ain't nobody around here was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I'm 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 a hundred percent with you on that. Like one of the things that 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 kind of stands out with this whole AB situation is that Tom Brady stood up for him, and the reason why he was back in the NFL was because of Tom Brady. So the yeah. fact that he just behaved erratically like that man after given a chance to come back into a world that I don't know any other player that has had the amount of chances that AB has had. Name, name me one player who's had any type of those issues. Well, I'm, I don't know. You probably you probably were listening when I had read the it was a long list the timeline of things that happened with AB and the 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 thing that got me okay I I I'll read it back I don't know if you well you probably remember when he went on that whole rant with the Raiders trying to release him 
Yeah, I remember. I remember when he went into the whole crazy rant of just release me, release me, release me. You know, trying to throw anybody under the bus that he could to try to get out of that contract. Okay, that happened. That happened September seventh, two thousand nineteen. Okay, September ninth, two days later, he got a deal worth up to fifteen million. Within two days, like you said, that does not happen on a regular. I mean, he is an all-star player. Oh, but what? without a how doubt. much baggage? How much baggage is the NFL willing to take? You know, to put somebody out that on the field because you know the NFL portrays an image of you know righteousness, doing the right thing, you know, not doing any any, any of those violent things. But I don't know, man. I think I think honestly, AB's done with the league, man. Like you, I, if I you was, think so? you know, the commissioner. If I was the commissioner, I would not give him a chance. You know, if you look at it, his problems have only escalated. There's nothing that has de-escalated. So as time passes, the behavioral issues become worse and worse and worse and worse. So mm-hmm. for me, man, it's. He's done, man. He's he's not somebody that I would want to see play in the NFL. He's an amazing player, but I don't think it's the right thing to even ever give him a chance again. You know, how many chances can you give the man before he just screws up and, you know, does the same shit he's done over and over again? Because now what team is going to accept him? I, I honestly – Honestly, honestly thought that when he got with Brady, that he was gonna. This was it. He was gonna. He was gonna be. He was gonna be a buck, and he was gonna potentially, you know, maybe hopefully get another, you know, deal next season. I didn't expect to see what I saw on Sunday. Um, I really, you know, just like you know, obviously the millions of people that watched were probably caught off guard, you know, because like I said. That's something that you just don't see on a regular. That's something you probably see on a movie, you know. But like I said, you know, I really feel bad for Tom Brady because, you know, Brady basically took him under his wing, you know. You know, even, like I said, in New England, you know, it started there. And when I heard about A.B. signing the deal, with you know to go to the Bucks for one year, I was like, oh, that's perfect. You know, him and Brady again together. You know, because they couldn't have that much magic in New England because, like I said, he wasn't there for a full week. So I said, okay, they can make up for it. You know, with Tampa Bay. And and like I you know and when they resigned him this season because it would to me I was like, well, AB is not going to be back with the Bucks. You know, it took so long for. To reach a deal and when he got that deal to re-sign I'm like alright perfect and and this and, and he it's like he just blew it I don't think personally we're going to see him play in the NFL again you know like you said everybody all the teams now already know what, what's going on with AB I don't think anybody's going to want to take that chance again if you're looking for numbers, okay, they're going to probably take a chance and again sign him to a one-year deal. But when you like, you know, when you get AB, you're getting a whole package deal. 
you know, you're getting obviously the AB that's going to produce. He's going to he's going to put up some numbers, but then you're going to get that that AB personality to where when things don't go his way, he going to show his ass. So, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he's done, but apparently he's still on the roster with the Bucks. So technically, yeah, Coach Arian said it Sunday. He's no longer a Buck. Don't mention him. Talk about the guys that's on the field. But he's still technically a Buccaneer. So I think all this will probably unfold by next week. I, You know, I, 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 I don't know. And then, like, you know, like I said, now they're talking about giving him a suspension. So I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I feel deep down that they're probably going to release it. They, they're going to release it. <laughs> I think I think it's kind of a twofold thing, man, because if they release him, um, I don't know to what legality he can actually claim that there was some sort of mental instability and he can try to blame the Bucks for, for putting him in that position. Because ultimately, if you come to think about it, if he was really injured and the coaches were like, screw you, I don't care if you're injured, if you don't get out there, you're, you're screwed, you're out, of, you're out of the roster. You get me? And then him, you know, as a him as a player saying, you know what, um, I don't feel comfortable playing because I'm injured. So he can play that medical card, and I don't know how far that'll get. But one of the things that I wish would have been probably handled differently is let him storm off the field. If you're the bigger person as Coach Arian, pull mm-hmm. him aside after and say, you know what, this is unacceptable. Let's not let's not turn this into a media frenzy. You no, know, let's not bring more more heat to the fire, um, or more fuel to the fire, whatever you want to say. Um, mm-hmm. And let's figure this out off the field. I know you had a disagreement, you didn't like it, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But, you know, if you look at it from the coach's point of view, you know, you're walking out on me in the middle of a game. But if you look at it from the player's point of view, okay, I'm injured. You don't care how my leg is? Now, counting that the whole injury is right and it's not a lie. Because the moment that he finished the injury, the moment he walked off the field, it became an Instagram sensation of the whole thing. He started going to parties and he started doing those whole whatever green goblin crap that he started to put. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I, I, just, okay. I just think there's, there's honestly two sides to this story. And I do want to see it unfold because maybe for once, AB had the right to do what he did this time. And we don't know about it. And we're just, we're using his prior behavior to justify the new behavior that happened. All right. Okay. I think it was Mike Evans, one of his team. I think it was Evans or one of his teammates. Because there's different videos that shows, you know, different angles this this angle this angle was from like uh like an actual fan that was you know in the in the stands and it showed the angle of uh I, I do believe it was Mike Evans Mike Evans literally went to AB's face and tried to talk to him you could see him trying to talk to him AB wasn't trying to have it he tried to talk to him some more AB wasn't having it okay second i don't know if AB stayed in the locker room the whole game, I don't know. But 
he, like I said, he was not allowed to be back on the plane. So I'm thinking he went in, showered, got dressed, and he left. So at that point, if he did leave, obviously there was no way for Coach to, you know, there was no way for Coach to talk to him. But he could have probably picked up the phone and reached out to him and said, hey, man, what the hell's going on with you? You know, so we don't, you know, nobody mentioned that about a phone call. Chances are Coach Arians probably didn't call him because, like I said, at that press conference, that's the first thing they asked, and he said he's no longer a buck. I'm not talking about him. I'm only talking about those on the field. So chances are he probably didn't call him. So so like you said, it, it can go both ways when you really analyze it, you know, but – I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Um, I look at also, like I said, you know, he let his teammates down. You know, he let the organization down. Yep. You you know, that that's that's what I look at, you know, because, like, you know, like I said, football is a, it's, it's a brotherhood. And like I said, for those three hours, you're together. You know, you're fighting. You're a family. You're fighting together. And, 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 and you, you know, one of your brothers just quits. So that lets you know, well, he wasn't really a brother if he quit on us, you know. So like I like I said, I I really think, you know, at the end of the day, A B really needs, you know, he needs some help around him, you know, and he but he see he needs the type of help to where, you know, they really need to sit and figure out the root of all these these issues because like I said, it's something it's something deep that's going on with A.B. And I'm not going to say it's mental health because everybody wants to cry it out. But it's something deeper than that. You know, I don't know what it is. But I could tell you, for one, he needs to have a strong team around him. Clearly, somebody that's around A.B. is not giving him what he needs. You know, and... And maybe, like I said, maybe he needs some time away from the league. You know, maybe he just needs some time to just be somewhere and just zen or something. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's just, like I said, it's just my personal opinion. I'm on, you know, I'm on the outside looking in. But really, like, A.B., like I said, you know, A.B. is a hell of a player. You know, even at 33, he's still not slowing down. But I just, you know, I hate to see someone of his caliber potentially not get a Hall of Fame spot. Because he, the way he's going, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. (laughs) No. I think think the commissioner could tell or any of those. I don't think they'll they'll accept him into the Hall of Fame. I I mean, I, I wouldn't. Because to me, somebody who deserves a Hall of Fame is somebody who's been, whose behavior, persona, um, acts, not only display Hall of Fame behavior in the field, but also outside the field. That to mm-hmm. me is what is deserving of a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, like I said, um, today today's Tuesday. I say probably, I'm thinking probably by sometime maybe next week. Chances are probably, you know, because the playoffs will be starting real soon. I have a feeling before, um, you know, before um, the teams get ready to go into the um, postseason, they're going to have a decision about A.B. But I feel like it might even be before that. 
because again, this is still a hot topic with the Bucks. So, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if by Sunday we, you know, they have a decision what they're gonna do. You know, so we all just basically got to just stay tuned and see what's going on. You know, so. But um, you 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 sticking around for some more topics? I'm I'm yours, man. Whatever you need me okay. for, man. I like right, talking. So- <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, man. You you know you jumped in at a good time. So I want to talk. I want to change lanes and um, talk music. So have, are you familiar? I'm sure you are. I know you're familiar with the versus battles, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, um, do you have a favorite uh, versus that you may watch or heard about? Um, the only, well, I haven't really taken time to watch an entire versus, but okay. I did watch, um, I, I did watch a glimpse of the one, I think between, it was, I'm not thinking it was Bone Thugs and Harmony and somebody else that oh, they started Bone, getting into um, an yeah. altercation. Bone Thugs and Harmony and 3-6 Mafia. There you go. I'm like, yeah. what in the world is happening here? <laughs> yeah, that one, um, I actually, surprisingly, I haven't watched um, I'm going to find some time to watch it because really like versus like you got to give up at least a good couple hours because they long, but I'm going a, I'm to a mm-hmm. definitely um, check that out. But now I, I saw that, that, that little squabble between uh, Juicy J and um, uh, I think Busy Bone. I think it was Busy Bone. Busy, there we go. Busy Bone. But apparently they, um, they talked about it after they said that they were, it was good. Just like little miss, little understanding, but they, both sides are good. But um, so, the reason why I brought up verses is because I don't know if you heard um they were they've been talking about who could do a versus with Jay Z, right? So I thought about it and and to my brain, I can't think of anybody that could go against Jay Z. Uh, I got somebody, but I think it'll be controversial to bring these two people together. Who, because who to me, to me, these are two goats of the of the hip hop world. Okay. But I think I think there there will never be one bigger than the other. All and right. Now, who, putting uh-huh. Eminem and Jay Z together. Ooh, Eminem. Huh? I never would have thought that. Because you because you you're talking you're talking words you're talking lyrics. You got to put Eminem in there. You're talking lyrics. And you're talking words. You gotta talk JC. Okay. Now, I think it's with verses. I think, I think each side has to have I think twenty, twenty songs. Now looking at, okay, well let me break it down. Jay Z's catalog is fucking ridiculous. Let's just be real. His fucking catalog is to the roof. Eminem's catalog. It's up there, but do you really think he can go he can go round for round with 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 Hove in that sense? Do you think he has enough hits to go up against Hove? Um, and think about think it now. Really, really sit and think about because okay, and now let's think because we at that age. These are our guys when you look at it because you know. Jay Z, Jay Z's been around, but let's okay. 
Jay-Z really got, like, just say mainstream, mainstream around, what, like, 98 when, uh, I might be wrong, but I feel like it was, like, 98 when Hard, Hard Knock Life Volume, was it 2? Is it Volume 2? Two? Yeah, volume two, I think it was 2, two, two or right? 3. No, I think it was... No, yeah, no, it's it not two. 3. No, I think 3 came out, like, 99. But I think, like, 99. Yeah, like, 99. But Volume, I think Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, that's when he really came mainstream. All his other stuff was more kind of, like, underground-ish. And Eminem came around that time too, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I think the Marshall Mathers LP was at 99 too. I remember now. Don't forget, I think it was Slim Shady, right? Wasn't that the first one? Was it Marshall? Was it? Nah, Slim I think Shady it was Slim Shady, or Marshall right? Mathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. It was Slim Shady, yeah. Okay. Now that's a classic. But <laughs> this can be this can be argued. I. Looking at okay, taking all his albums and then I'm even thinking taking um the eight mile soundtrack, there was couple there was hits on there too. He could pro I'm thinking M could probably go with Jay, dependent. But then there'll probably be a point where Jay would probably smoke him. Because just think after like oh five, oh six when he came out with album Jay Z came out with albums, you know, when he quote unquote retired. So, but that that's a good one. I I I I I didn't think about Eminem, but that could probably be controversial, like you said. I I, I would I I would see it. I, I I could probably see now now thinking about it, Eminem probably could pull out twenty songs. He probably could, you know. But I still think yeah, and you know, uh huh. I mean, they're both a shit, bro. I know. <laughs> I, that, that's. That's the thing. That's the thing. And and like I said, but like I said, when you look at it, like I said, Jay Z, Jay Z, his 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 records, radio, club bangers. Eminem's records were more radio. Car street. records. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like I said, you rarely would hear a, a, a Eminem like record in a club. But you would hear, listen, you would hear Jay Z's records in clubs, parties, you name it. Oh yeah, you know. I remember. But, I remember. Uh-huh. I remember one song that he did, man. That was like that when the song came out. I just so happened to be in the when the, where the song was about. I remember Ooh, when he did that song with Alicia Keys. No, Jay-Z with oh. Alicia Keys in New York. Oof. New York. I was literally in New York when that song dropped on the second day. Dude, mm-hmm. New York was crazy at that moment, bro. So you were actually in NY. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, you have I, it. I think to me, I mean... One is the lyricist, one is more spitting, the other one is let's let's catch a vibe, let's go to the club. I'm from New York. Well, that's 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 like a whole different hit, man. Yeah. With the with the spitting, I'ma say obviously I'm I'm gonna go with Eminem. Okay. Now a better now a better lyricist hmm, <sighs> it's I, I don't know, man. I'd have to sleep on it because, like I said, both of them are lyricists. It's just now with comparing the two, it's a, a, a more who delivers more. 
you know, like I said, again, Jay-Z has the hits, radio hits, and he has club bangers. You know, Eminem just spits. You know, Eminem's a spitter. He has some hits, but he's a spitter. You know, so I would have to, my answer would have to be like, I'm puzzled on that. You know, because, but then some people will come and say, they'll argue, but, oh, but look at the hits Jay-Z has. Again, yeah, hits are great. Anybody can make a hit now, unfortunately. Like I said, you, I was telling somebody the other day, you can make a hit about anything. You can go, you can go at a store, stand in a parking lot and make a hit called parking lot. That shit will be on the radio next week. That's easy. But when we talking bar for bar for bar for bar for bar, that's where, you know, that's where the argument could come in. You know what I mean? And like I said, when you talk about bar for bar for bar, you know, Eminem, you know, can go bar for bar for bar and Jay-Z can do it too. Jay-Z has, see the thing with Jay-Z, Jay-Z's wordplay. You know, if you really listen to some of Jay-Z's music, his his wordplay is what really is like, damn. You know, but Eminem just hitting you with the, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, but. What about, what about this curveball? What about Nas and Jay-Z? You know, I thought about it. I thought about it. Um, I don't looking at Nas's catalog. I think Jay Z will wash him with the hits. Easy. They're both great, man. Like oh, for me, when I grew up, I I I like listening to all the hip hop that that had like words on, like that was deep. Like I listened mm-hmm. to Asiatic. I don't know if you ever heard of Asiatic. Yes. AZ, um, yeah. like oh, that, yeah. what, that, that, wor- that world with Nas, um, Talib Kweli, oh, um, yeah. Common, Star. I mean, yeah. bro, like, yeah. yes, bro, yes, 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 but overall, I think Persona, um, I think, I mean, it's, it's hard, man, it, it, it's really hard to, yeah. to put somebody up against Jay-Z that, that'll yeah. bring what he brings like yeah M- M- you know think about it eminem is great but he's he's not he's not somebody that that like you said he's not a club banger you know maybe no. one or two songs maybe the one that he did with rihanna to you know uh okay. i think it was yeah. monster whatever the hell it was called but mm-hmm. that's one song no that's what you know, i'm saying Jay-Z yeah. has had multiple songs like those so. yes yeah yeah that and that's the thing like i said people will watch it but it'll be like okay you know, they'll be like, all right, Jay-Z got him. And, and, and that's the thing. And, and, and what's so funny about it, with Jay-Z's catalog, Jay-Z could even go to his older catalogs and still wash Eminem. And he would go into his newer catalogs and still wash them. So that's that's the thing, like I said. But I would enjoy watching it. But after a while, it kind of be like, ugh. You know, it's just like, okay, another one. i give you a good example. I watched it front to back. Um, ja Rule and Fat Joe Okay Ja Rule Hits, hits, hits Hits, hits, hits Club hits, 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 radio hits Fat Joe, not so much Fat Joe had like, you know Well his biggest street anthem we all know Lean Back, okay But then he's had other little Hits here and there A couple on the radio Um, He had one with uh, Shanti, What's Love Things like that but when I watched it, I'm like, oh, for sure. I'm like, yo, Ja Rule got this in the bag. But see, they kind of did that as a as a fun thing too, because they're like really, really, really good friends. But it to me, it'll be like that. If we watch Jay Z and Eminem, it'll be like that. Jay Z, listen, 
out of 20 songs, I'd say Jay-Z's first three, he'd watch Eminem, his first three. And the funny thing about it, some people probably be like, all right, Jay could hit him with this at the end or hit him with that. But like I said, Jay-Z has so many hits to, to pull out. He can he can do he can kill you in the first song. He'll kill you at the twentieth. So it's like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll we'll see if that ever happens. But the reason why I mentioned it to you. So I don't know if you heard who said they'll do a versus with Jay Z. Who Kodak Black? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> Listen, listen, yak, Kodak, yak. listen, Kodak Black said he'll do a versus with Jay-Z. If he wins, he'll get 15% of his catalog. Basically, that's Kodak Black saying if Jay-Z wins, Kodak will give him 15% of his catalog. Now, I'm going to read to you what, what, what he actually said. So he basically, um, Kodak ba- basically tweeted this the other day, and he um he said if Kodak wins, he wants Jay-Z to make him the vice president of, of Rock Nation. Yeah, he, he's, 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 he's more good on the Zaza, bro, because... <laughs> Listen, okay. Now, here's the thing I found funny about it. Okay. Now, I'm going to pull up, I'm gonna pull up um, uh, a lyric. This is a song, um, it's called Spar, and the artist is Dreezy, but Kodak Black was also on it, and then um, this artist, um, Six Lack. Basically, the song is basically uh, a diss song towards Donald Trump, and they're expressing their frustrations about, you know, at the time, his presidency. So I want to really focus on, like, this uh, lyric. In the course, it says, and if I go to D.C., I'm trying to spar with Trump. I'm not a politician, just can't ignore the stuff. Okay, now let me go. I'm going to zoom down to a lyric that he's talking, actual Kodak Black is talking about Trump. He goes, when I'm in D.C., I'm doing fraud and stuff. Ain't worried about Donald Trump. Ain't worried about seeing no monuments. These people got weather control. Where the hell you think Hurricane Harvey from? Okay. Now, let me ask you. Who had to pardon uh, Kodak Black recently when he got out? Trump. Boom. So, the reason why I point that out is because, for one, that shows me Kodak Black definitely smoking some ZZ. Okay? Second, he's a hypocrite. You know? When I heard, well, I've, I've been had this song on my on my playlist because I like it, and it's not even because they diss Trump. It's just because I like, you know, I just like the song. But when I thought about it, I'm like, for one, okay, I wouldn't want to go up against somebody like that because that shows me you playing the field. You're saying one thing, and the next minute you're doing something else. So why would I even want to give my attention to somebody like that? Okay, and second. I know I already said this, but I'm going to say it again. He's smoking Zuzizi because there's no way, like I said, I, I, nobody would entertain this, that Kodak Black's catalog can go up against Jay-Z. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, like, no, no, not even really, close. Dude? Not even close. 
I think I think all his hits don't even compare to one of Jay Z's first albums. No, not even. And 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 honestly, like now we all well, some people probably don't know who Kodak Black is. You can Google him, but I can definitely tell you that Kodak Black's um, his catalog. You will if you want to hear it in the club. You need to go to a club. You need to go to one of them crazy ass clubs somewhere within his old hood, hoods down here. You'll hear Kodak Black. I'm telling you for a fact. <laughs> That's a known fact. But you ain't gonna hear Kodak Black playing in like I'm uh, thinking uh, club space or something. No, you need to go down to the trenches if you want to hear some of Kodak Black shit. And I'm just being real with that. You know? Oh, yeah. You got to <laughs> so, go to some club in, like, Alabama, over there. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to Alabama. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, 80, oh, man, that, it, yeah. Is it true? Shout out to them Zoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where you're going to hear his music. And I'm like, I, when I read, listen, I read that this morning. I saw that pop up on my phone. I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, I got to talk shit about that. Like, like I said, I'm not knocking Kodak. I have a, a couple of his tracks on my on my on my Spotify, you know, because I'm like at this point, you know, I listen to whoever at you know get any given time. But I'm like, look, Kodak, listen, Kodak Black compared to Jay Z. Like I said, I can even go on my Spotify. I have like a weeny little amount of Kodak Black, and I have a whole gang of Jay Z. I still got Jay Z CDs and, and, and you know and everything. You know what I mean, but that ain't gonna happen. So we we not even gonna press on that. <laughs> you know. But let me ask you. And I think. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you gonna say? No, I, I was just thinking about when you mentioned Trump and Kodak Black and pardoning him, and I'm like, man, that was a big ass publicity stunt by Trump. I tried to try to get rid of that good man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's he... what it felt like to me. Yeah, because you think about it, he did it. He did it right before he left the white, you know, the White House, like literally. So what good way to keep, you know, keep your name out than to say, hey, we come from obviously way, you know, we come from way different backgrounds. But I'm just going to show you what I did. Kodak Black is a free man. That's basically what it said. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, let me ask you. You um, you eat Little Caesars? Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> you ain't gonna be getting no more uh five dollar hot and ready pizzas no more. What are they now? Six dollars, seven dollars? Nah, let me tell you. They um, Little Caesars basically said in a statement that they will start selling a new and improved version of the pizza. Which includes more pepperoni at a price of five fifty five, and this is their first increase since two thousand one. That's crazy. That's over like twenty twenty one years that they've had an increase. That's crazy. Honestly, I mean, I like Little Caesars because it's close to my house, it's inconvenient mm-hmm. and whatever. But taste wise, man, for almost the same price. Domino's will whoop their ass. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. If you if you never try if you never tried that that six ninety nine carry out, you tell you that little that little garlic crust and all. They be doing it. 
the dominoes, I never, honestly, I never used to be a dominoes person. Okay, I never used to be a Domino's. I was always Pizza Hut. And the reason why is because when I, you know, when I grew up, I didn't have, you know, um, Papa John's around. Our pizza uh, go-to was Papa John's. And it was because at the time, Papa John's was more within, you know, the Kendall neighborhood and things like that. So really where I grew up, you know, I only had pizza. So I didn't really start eating Papa John's to like, I'd say like high school or whatever, but like mid high school, but Domino's was something that was nearby too, but I never just really cared for Domino's. I just didn't. But now hey, I love that shit. Like, especially like I got hooked up with a, um, with the card. I forgot what type of, Oh, the slice, the slice, the price card where I order yeah. Uh, one. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? So I love, I love yeah, I uh, Domino's. Yeah, I like them, man. I like them, but that's crazy, man. Like five, like from five to five fifty-five. 55. In reality, like if you really look at and 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 I wanted to open up um a little mm-hmm. thing a long time ago, and I said, Nah, hell no, I'm not gonna do it. Um, oh, you were gonna open up your own franchise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back oh, in the days when okay. I wanted to open one, I think it was like 60K, and I was going to do it with my brother, whatever. And, mm-hmm. and it ended up working out. He's like, screw that shit. I'm not going to be throwing pizzas in here for a living. You know, I'm not knocking any pizza handlers <laughs> or any pizza makers. But um, you'd be surprised how well the business goes for Little Caesars, even selling $5 pizza. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, their their business structure is set up so well that even just selling five dollar pizzas, there are they are extremely profitable, which is insane to me, because yeah. every other pizza out there is not five dollars. No, not even. To me, to me that was to me that was a good strategy. You know, I mean that's what better way to knock out your other competition by having five dollar pizza. Anytime that you want, you can't beat that. <laughs> and 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 the, and the funny thing and the funny thing is, like that's a, a gold mine for like just say like for families that want to just feed their kids. Like they had a long day at work, or whatever, or not even that. It's the weekend. They may be having like friends over or something. Like that what better way? Five dollar pizzas. Boom, boom. Here you go. Enjoy. You can't beat it. Hot and ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hot, literally hot and ready. You not you can't you can't beat it. And like I said, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, all these other places, they ain't gonna be doing that. Hell no, they ain't doing that. They gonna have what they've done. They said, okay, if if, if Little Caesar's doing this, this is what we're gonna do. So like now you get Pizza Hut. What is it? The uh, I don't know what's their latest deal. Like the it's like a big box type of situation where you get like yeah, two it's like medium three layers. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like dessert from the bottom and then like a and then two pizzas. Like I, I've always liked Pizza Hut and I kinda grew up like you. I grew up eating Pizza Hut because mm. I used to live in Kendall and Hammocks and it just so okay. happens that, you know, it sucks that they don't have them anymore or they're really hard to find is the yeah. Pizza Hut restaurant buffets. Then things yeah, that, shit, bro. Do you know do you know where one is? I don't know where one is. No, man, no. They used to have one and hammocks where i used to live back in the days and mm-hmm. bro disappeared man i i cannot yeah. find any walk in um 
pizza restaurants. Now they just all went to kind of like the same thing. It was just a storefront, oven in the back, and take your pizza and go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because those pe- the pizza buffet was the shit. Um, but yeah, you're not fine. You're not finding no more. Nope. Nah, man. It's it's gonna be probably to the point where eventually we're gonna see Pizza Hut fade, man. Like, let's think about it. Because for one, you know, Papa John's, Papa John's is still kicking kicking butt. Um, and then you have Domino's, they're kicking butt. And then you have, you know, these local mom and pops. Um, you know, one place I like. I don't know if you ever had it. Mar- Marco's. Marco's Pizza? No, I haven't had it. Okay, they, they're, they're pretty. They're pretty good. Um, I go. I go to the one. Uh, it's off of uh, Miller, and I think a hundred and forty second. I believe it's it's out there. Yeah, it's like right there in the shopping center. What is it That's like? A the, brick oven pizza style, or no, no, it's not brick oven. It's it's kind of like. I guess you it's not like pizza. I guess you can kind of say it's like a maybe like a Domino's in a way, but they have deals because I'm always getting emails and stuff. They they usually have deals a lot, but their their pizza is pretty good. I just wanted to try them out. You know, I don't go to them often because it's like going out of the way from where I'm at, but they they're they're pretty good. Um, like I said, they're no you know Papa John's or anything like that, but. They're, they're, to me, they're worth checking out. They're worth checking out, you know, if you ever find one, you know, near you or something, you know. Thinking back, thinking back at Papa John's, I'm remembering when the CEO had to resign because he started saying all this discriminatory shit. Oh, yeah. Now, That's right. You remember? Uh-huh. Yeah. He started dropping M-bombs and shit. I'm like, why are you fucking serious, bro? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, fuck shit up like that? Like, come on, bro. And then luckily, you know, you know the reason why Papa John's is coming back, because Shaq went in there and said, I'm not putting up with this shit. I'm going to mm-hmm. be part of it. But y'all, y'all got to fix this. Because otherwise, it was going to go down, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge scandal, bro. Yeah, man. He, when he said that, people don't, people don't realize, you know, our tongue is our deadliest weapon and unfortunately i found out the hard way you know i mean you you've done it i'm sure we all have done it have said something to someone that was just foul and then later on you're like fuck i fucked up you know i'm i'm sure you we all we all have had those moments i'm sure you know yeah. but we're not in the public light that's what that's what people forget we're not in the public light you know, you say something and you're in the public light, all it takes is one second for it to be released and boom. You know, let's think back last year. I forgot what month. Sports Center. Um, Rachel Nichols. That whole little incident there when she said some stuff that was supposed to be off air. That's an example. You know, you cannot let your guard down. You just can't. You can't. Not in today's age where people have, like I said, phones, Every little thing you say or do, you're being recorded. You know, you just can't you can't you can't let your guard down for nobody, man, you know. I'm telling you, man, like it's like people like but in, in a way I kinda like that. That shit like that happens because 
shit like that brings to the light people who are in a position or in a place that they shouldn't have been in the first place based on the type of behavior they have. Mm-hmm. You get me? Because let me tell you something. All those people who start, you know, saying N-words, whatever you want to call them, you know, all those discriminatory terms, like, that's not a one-time thing. I'm sorry, but you just got caught. But that's, that's something that was deeply rooted in there already, and mm-hmm. it just so happened to have come out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. <laughs> that ain't the first time. Like I said, first time, yeah, the first yeah, time they no. get caught. <laughs> but that second time they <laughs> slip, and boom, there you have it. I don't know, man. People, like I say, man, people... I said in the beginning of my show, man, people are just stupid, man. And I, I'm not trying to, like I said, offend nobody, but really, like, some people's actions, man, like, it just makes you wonder, like, what is going on? Like, sometimes I wish, like, if I had that type of platform, man, you'd never hear from me again, man. I'd, I'd be so far off, man, because it's like, just to know that I'm thinking, like, for example, you know, if I wanted to just go, like, tomorrow, and fly out to a tropical area tomorrow on a private jet and be gone for a week. For me to just make a call and be like, hey, man, take care of that for me. All right, I got you. Give me, give me like 30, 40, maybe give me an hour. To have those type of resources, man, the palm of my hands and to do some dumb shit, get on and say, oh, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> really, no, what's wrong with people, man? <laughs> you know? I think in this day and age, man, a lot of those people just have it hidden, bro, and they just they just play the field like they're not. And it's more and it's more rampant than ever. It's just under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Because um, you know, some of this stuff, you know, is not overnight. It's like you said, it's stuff that you've been had balled up, but now, boom cats out the bag, I'm going to let it slip, you know, but like I said, every, you know, every action has a consequence, every action has a reaction, and, you know, sometimes these reactions are very costly, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, um, otherwise, man, how you been, you been all right? Good, man, right now I got COVID, <laughs> you, you joking, yeah, man, that ass. I got COVID. Oh, what happened? Uh, uh, I mean, luckily I feel fine. I don't, I don't have any symptoms or anything. Um, like I had like very mild symptoms. So my wife, she she works in a an insurance office, and she ended up going to the office. It was like a huge breakout on the twenty third of December. Mm-hmm. She started like coughing a bunch and like didn't feel too well. So I'm like, oh shit, here we go. You know, um, you maybe got COVID, maybe you got the flu because now you don't know if it's the flu or COVID. Um, because my wife had felt almost identical symptoms before over the last several months. And I swear to God, she's depleted the state funds on testing because she's gone like a hundred times. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, so she ended up feeling like, no, she ended up feeling like she got like a pretty bad flu, like her bones hurt, no fever, no throwing up, uh-huh. just, you know, so overall not a hundred percent there. Um, and then I started to not, like, I felt like, you know, when you don't feel a hundred percent like well, but you're not sick, you're not like, mm-hmm. weak, you're not like, 
that you know don't have a fever and so that felt yeah. kind of like on the 28th or 29th of december i think it was the 28th okay. or the 29th and then i was like you know what i'll just go get tested on the 30th um um and i went to get tested and i tested positive what's insane and and this is the thing that i don't understand and, and it confused me the fuck out of this virus is mm-hmm. A family, a family, not a family friend, um, a cousin of my wife came from Chile to stay with us, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, she tested positive for COVID, so he was here. He can't leave, you know, just in case he gets, you know, positive and all that stuff. So he's like, oh, do you mind cutting my hair? So then I'm cutting his hair, and, you know, thinking back, we started having this conversation, yes, and I'm like, look, when I cut your hair, I literally did it without a mask. My wife was isolated and everything. Um, and I just, I, actually, this was the 29th when I gave him a haircut. Um, mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm not a barber or any of that. I just hooked him up. Okay. Bit, but, um, yeah. And then on the 30th, I go test, and I test positive. He doesn't test positive. And mm-hmm. I cut his hair. I was talking to him in front of him. You know, I was kind of, like, lining him up and doing everything. And then over the days, like, I literally am speaking to him. So if I'm positive, Right. If I came out positive the next day and I'm speaking to you, droplets mm-hmm. and all that stuff is hitting you in the face, you know, or, or you know, around you. So mm-hmm. you should get COVID. Not only that, but we all went on the 30th to get tested and he's tested negative all the way until today. Because he went, we went yesterday again to get tested to see if we're negative or see if mm-hmm. any of my kids got it. And one of my kids got COVID, the, my little one, um, nine years old. He's not vaccinated. Um, he's the only one that's not vaccinated, but I'm not really too worried about it. Kids don't really get big, don't get any eye cramps. So, um, but I do plan on possibly getting them vaccinated once, you know, the, the thing is over and I can vaccinate them. Um, but what I don't understand is we were in a closed car, right? Literally mm-hmm. a closed car because we had no idea what was happening at that time. And this man has not caught COVID at all. Even through all of these days, he has not caught COVID. And my mm-hmm. son has been wearing a mask every single day in the house. And my little one, and we've isolated both of my kids, you know, like stay in your room. Both of you guys stay in your room. We'll bring you food, you know, all the stuff. And even on the 31st, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't even hug my son for New Year's. You get me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I took all of these crazy ass precautions. But this man gave us a hug on the 31st. Um, I gave him a haircut and to his face and all these things. And he hasn't gotten shit. Like, he has not gotten infected. And then we started to kind of like, I'm like, hold on a second. All right, let's talk about vaccines. Let's, you know, dig deeper. This, this man got the Russian vaccine, the Sputnik or whatever the hell it's called. I think it's what it's called, Sputnik. Uh-huh. And he hasn't got shit. So it makes me think, I'm like, hold on a second. So then what the fuck did we get in the U.S.? Because if all of us here in the house are getting it, and you motherfucker who haven't been wearing your mask, I've talked to you in your face. I'm sure that there's been COVID droplets all around your face and you still haven't got COVID. What does that tell me about the virus and the vaccines that we're getting? And I don't want to turn this into a whole anti-vaxxer shit, but yeah. you know, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of makes me question this, this whole thing because I'm like, dude, like how the hell is this man not sick? How the hell is this man not COVID positive when mm-hmm. everybody around him is positive? And he's the one who's wearing the least amount of masks. Now, let me ask you. Okay, I, I can remember. Know, Did you say you got vaccinated or you weren't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm vaccinated. I got, I got uh, the first two shots. I never got the booster because of whatever. Mm-hmm. I, 
never ended up making the time to go do it. But, um, but I'm overall healthy. I mean, that's not an excuse for not getting it, you know. No, for the yeah. public and all that shit, I should get it regardless. Um, but, I'm like, dude, like, how much truth or how much... I don't know, man. I, I just think this COVID-19 shit, there's a lot more than meets the eye. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, and I'm not trying to be an anti-COVID. I'm not saying Chinese bet buyers or any of that shit. Because at that point, I, I don't believe, you know. There's, there's probably a lot more that we're going to find out five years from now where all this crap really originated from. But why is it that we're getting infected so much and over the world, this, the same thing is not really happening like it's happening here? See? It makes no sense to me. See, the thing is, nobody has accurate information. It's all he say, she say, this, this, that. Because if you notice, when you hear different, you know, when you hear information, it's all different, you know? So, like, to some point, it kind of it kind of upsets me that the media, um, and I hate to say this because I'm not one of those anti-media people, but... Fauci said, he's like, you know, people are taking this whole everybody getting COVID right now as like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Omicron is spreading faster than everything that then anybody can control. Mm-hmm. But once you start to dig down deeper into really what's happening in the amount of people who are getting infected or who are people who are showing up hospitalized, there is a large percentage of people who are hospitalized um, with COVID, not because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so they just like so happen to go there. They're there for some other shit. And then they just so happen to, oh, let's test you for COVID. Oh, you're positive for COVID. And then boom, he's here for COVID. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's weird now, you know, because. What got me, well, what had me lost was in the beginning, okay, yeah, you don't need, um, you know, you don't need to worry when you get vaccinated, you're fine, you know, you won't get it, this and that, da, 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 da. okay, but then after a while, they're like, oh, you know, get vaccinated, it'll protect you from going to the, you know, hospital and feeling all the heavy effects. I'm like, huh? I'm like, but y'all just, I'm like, but y'all just said, if I go get, if I go get vaccinated, I don't have to worry because I won't feel nothing at all. That's how I used to, that's how I felt at one point, because that's what was taught to us. You get vaccinated. You don't have to worry. You won't have COVID. So that's why I used to walk around, but all right, no, it's fine. I'm vaccinated. But all of a sudden now, well, yeah, you know, you want that extra protection because, you know, when you're unvaccinated, you're in the hospital, this and that and the third. But when you're vaccinated, you won't feel it. It's like, I'm like, y'all done lost me. Forget it. Forget it. (laughs) Really? Forget (laughs) it. You know, that's just where I'm at. I'm just tired of crap. I just... Literally, you know, you don't know how hard it is, man, to just spend a New Year's and, and uh, like, be, like, not even six feet because we were, like, ten feet away from each other, even outside my house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, when is this crap going to be over? Like, if it makes you question 
I don't know, Mina. It makes me question the priority of science or governments and things like that. Because if, if you come to think about it, how long did it take for us, the U.S. and even the world, CDC, whatever the hell you want to call it, whoever the hell did it, to create mm-hmm. a vaccine to stop or to stop people from really getting sick and dying from this, right? If it took us, right, a brand new virus that was never, this never happened before, nobody knew it. Yeah, coronavirus existed, but it's not the same type of, you know, coronavirus as the one that we've had now. It took us less than a year for us to create a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so things that are killing people on a rapid pace, but why the fuck haven't we done the same thing with people with cancer, AIDS, um, and all the other stuff that kills people? Like, why, is, why hasn't there been really taken the time to, for us to really find cures for things like that? Like, yeah. how the fuck are you going to tell me there's still diabetes when diabetes has been around since, like, the 1900s, 1800s, or whatever the fuck it's been? But yeah, in one year, we can find something. In one year, we can find a fucking cure for, for some shit that's never been discovered before. But yet, you've known something for hundreds of years, yet there's no cure. Hmm? There's only a way to treat it, no way to cure it. Literally, I was just, you know, talking with somebody about that the other day and saying the same thing that, you know, can't, you know, Cancer, you know, has been around for so many, you know, years. You know, nothing, AIDS, all that. But all of a sudden, COVID comes in the picture, and boom, we have, we have, we have, we have a, a, you know, we have something to help control COVID. I'm like, huh? I'm like, but how, how, how was this energy not put? For like you said, for AIDS, cancer, diabetes, all these things that happen on a daily basis. COVID just came yesterday, but yet we got the cure. I don't know, man. <laughs> Something in the water money, clean, you know. Money, lobbying, and ways to control population. I'm not saying there's a you know a huge thing behind the world of the Illuminati and that crap to try to control the world, but. In some way, somehow, it makes me question, you know, the motives or why hasn't there been more important? Because, of course, these companies, you know, Pfizer, Merck, or any of these major companies who have um, that, that sell medicine, their job is to make money. Their job is not to cure people. So the most effective way to take people's money is to treat them, not cure them. Oh, but then you know what? Here's another thing. If you have, like I said, you have a cure for AIDS, you have a cure for all this stuff, right? Guess what happens? You know what happens? They're going to try to kill you. No, not even. Doctors, medical companies, all these things are going to be out. They're going to be out of a job. I want you to, whenever you get a chance, man, whenever we finish, if you want research, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's Dr. Nambi or Ambi or something like that. I remember mm-hmm. that I read once that this man created the cure for cancer or something, something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Um, mm-hmm. 
Um, I think he was a Jamaican doctor. I, I can't remember, man. Um, but this man was killed because supposedly he had the cure for these diseases. And it doesn't surprise me because the 1% of the world, which is the rich people, you know, these pharmaceutical companies and all these things, do mm-hmm. you really think it would be to their benefit for somebody of that low caliber? And I'm not saying it's a low caliber because he's, you know, not as big as all of them, but just low caliber because he's probably was not a well-known doctor, you know, for some Joe Schmo, and I'll just name it like that. Um, well, Dr. Joe Schmo, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to come and provide the cure for something that people have been battling for so many years. Like, how would that be accepted by the public? How would that be accepted by these companies? That it would not be accepted well, because that would put them out of business. And you're talking billions of dollars that, that would impact those companies and those CEOs and everybody else. Like, do you think that the world right now, as we know it, that there is people who are conspiring to do shit like that to kill people who have cures for things? Because I personally do think so. Yeah, it, um, it makes you it makes you wonder. You know, it really does. It makes like, I'll, you I'll give, I'll, wonder. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example of one thing here, like so you can kind of relate it. If Jeff Bezos decides to say, screw everybody, I'm not delivering one package tomorrow, what happens in the world? Oh, we fucked. There's a total, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a total collapse. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be the same thing that this doctor would be doing to these companies? Yeah. Oh, for sure. They'd be out of business. No, for me, man. They're bankrupt. From. Sometimes it makes you question about all these conspiracy theorists that talk about the Illuminati and, you know, all these people that control the world. They do. Because if you really look at it, there's only a handful of people who have enough money that if they make one move, everything moves. Yep. Yeah. You're right. It's scary. (laughs) It's scary to think. (laughs) Yeah. I may not be... If Jeff Bezos gets pissed at me, though, all I know is I'm not getting my toilet paper tomorrow. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, he's from Miami. Uh, yeah, yeah, his um, Cuban family, and then um, it's a pretty cool story, man. A pretty cool story of how he just busted his ass and, and became who he became. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, wait. I'm trying to. Think. I was getting confused. Wait, he he is the one from Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he came here and then he went to, I think he went to California and then that's, that's when For he college. started to, to kind of like, yeah, and then that's where he started really expanding and making a big time into, and I think, that, I think he created um, Amazon by Silicon Valley or something like that. Mm, okay. Man, if only, man, I was thinking back um, during the... Uh, when we had like the shutdown, man, I should have, I don't know why I didn't. I should have took some, um, some Amazon stock, man, because at that time when we were in the shutdown, like stocks were super low and I dropped the ball. Cause I was going to get a couple 
but I messed around and waited. Now, obviously, stocks are back up. <laughs> yeah, man, a lot of things are up, man. Um, how, what are you, do you like Bitcoin? Do you agree with Bitcoin? Do you understand oh, Bitcoin? Are yeah, you into I Bitcoin? Know, um, speaking of the Bitcoin, I know um, we we got to do a, we got to do an episode on that. I'm down, man. I'm down. Yeah, that's why I was gonna stop you. Now I'm like, nah, nah, nah. We gonna we gonna we gonna do because I know we we um I said we gotta do an episode on that on the money situation. Um, we'll definitely we definitely gonna be doing that soon. Maybe even next week, depending. Um, cause yeah, I gotta know more about that and like these NFTs and all that, man. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, that's some money right there. I got it. We gotta jump on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. But otherwise, you um, oh yeah, no, we going to because like I said. I'm sure, obviously, you know about the NFTs and all the other stuff, too, so. I know a little bit about it. um, Okay. But one of the things things that scares me is that a lot of people don't talk about it is that a lot of that things are just going to crash and burn. This Mm -hmm. is the early internet age, man. It's just like the start of the internet, and a lot of people are going to get burned. But more to come on that. We'll talk on another show. On oh yeah, I don't want to get sure. too much sauce right now. I know, right? Nah, <laughs> nah. You can't let all can't let all the secrets out the bag. Nah. You um. You say you you know you still doing okay though, right? Like you know you're not feeling much. Yeah, dude. I'm 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 a hundred right now. I can tell you right now. I tested positive again yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and I'm a hundred. Like I I feel back to my normal self. Um, but okay. I'm somebody who's, you know, typically healthy. I don't drink, I don't smoke. Um, and I'm not saying that's going to make you get symptoms or anything, but, um, you're yeah. more likely, you know, if your immune system is weaker because of all these additional things that you do, then in mm-hmm. this case, then most likely you probably will get sick. You know, you probably get sick a little bit more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you sound like it. Man. You don't even sound like somebody that has it, you know, that just show you. <laughs> Bodies are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for me, one of the things that I take and, and I and I tell all my friends to do the same is um, I go to Publix and I buy these little shots, which are called immunity, uh, immunity or immuni, and then like a C mm-hmm. at the end. And it's mm-hmm. a ginger shot with zinc, vitamin C. Mm-hmm. It tastes like okay. But it's but good for you. If, you. if you ever feel bad, like you're like, oh, my God, I'm coming down with something. It's a three dollar shot, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, you're like brand new, man. Like, I, I, I can't explain to you how you feel. Like, it, it, it's not like a drug or anything, but it's yeah. ginger is one of the best things that you can actually intake, and it's one of the best antiseptics, um, anti everything that you can think of for your body and for any type of um, um, health issues that you can have. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-mm. Like. A lot of people don't know turmeric. Turmeric is one I've of the best things that you can take, but a lot I've of people don't turmeric. take it because, because they're like, oh, whatever, it tastes bad. Let me tell you, you got some inflammation, take a shot of turmeric, and you're going to see how you're going to feel after that. Yeah, I've so, heard, like I, I've, like I said, I've heard I've heard of turmeric. I've just never taken it, but I've heard about it. See, that's the thing, like yeah. you said, people, you know, people got to understand, like, it's a lot of stuff that we don't want to do, but when it comes to your health, like, you got to take it. Like I take, um, I drink this stuff, um, called nectar. It's a guy I've been following for like years. He's in the fitness industry, uh, Mike Rashid, and he has a company and, um, 
like I said, the stuff is called nectar and it helps basically it helps like your, your insides, like, you know, functions like your kidney, your liver, all of that, you know? And, but the only thing about it, it's expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. Like a little thing of it is like 40 bucks. It's, um, a company, um, that I do, you know, I, I do give the thumbs up on. It's called, um, the, uh, Ambrosia, A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A, collect, collective. And like I said, they got a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, you know, like I said, I, I like it. It is, ex- it's, it, it is expensive, but like I said, unfortunately now, you have to invest in, you know, you have to invest in your in your health, you know, because like I said, you know, certain things will creep up on you and you're like, oh, man, if I would have known this, if I would have known that, you know, but let me tell you, like the nectar, like the good thing about it, it comes in like different flavors. Like my flavor that I'm taking now is root beer. And it's this other guy that I follow, too. CT CT Fletcher, you know, if you guys don't know who he is, CT Fletcher, yeah. he's in the fitness world too. Guys are badass, like I respect him so much. Like funny story before we go. I ended up getting in contact with him like a couple years ago. I went to Cali and I'm like I I, I got to train with this guy. I want to so bad. So I got in touch with him and the only bad thing that stopped me, he said he was in the process of moving that week that I was in Cali. So I never got a chance to train with him, but I'm telling you the next time I go to Cali, I'm tracking CT down again. Like I got to train with him. Like the guys in the city hey, still, you know, still your motherfucking set. Exactly. It's still your motherfucking set, <laughs> you know? And, and what's so funny about it? Like I rock a lot of the, his stuff. Like, so I'm always getting like question about like, well, what brand is that? I'm like, Oh, see, you got to look him up. CT Fletcher, you know, but, um, He's with the Ambrosia company now, so he backs up the root beer. So when I found out that it was because of him with the root beer, I ordered it. So I think, no lie, Roger, I think I've ordered already. I feel like I've already ordered like 10 within the matter of like three months. Like I really drink it, and it's good. Like, you know, the only bad thing about it, like that shit sends you to the bathroom to pee like crazy. But then I said that's a good thing. You know, because like when I first drank it, I'm like, like you, you, you take a small scoop of it and you, you can mix it in with water. So they also said, if you really want to, if you want to make it really taste like a root beer, you take a scoop and you put it in um, like a flavored water or something, not like, like the uh, flavored seltzer water or something. No, not, not seltzer water. I'm sorry. Sparkling. Take it and mix it in with sparkling water and it's going to really feel like a real root beer. So I haven't done that yet. I just take I just take regular water and I mix it in in my shaker and I swear I'm drinking root mm-hmm. beer and like and then within a matter of minutes I'm in the bathroom because it that's his job, it's to send you and clean you out. But it's good, man. For you or anybody that wants to try it, it's good, you know? Yeah. yeah. Funny that you mentioned it because there's two things that I want to try. Uh-huh. One of them is um I've been reading a lot on CMOS. I think I sent you a text on it. Um, you did. Check it out. CMOS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. has a lot of beneficial factors. I don't know which one is good or which company is good. I just read it recently because I mm-hmm. read the whole story about doctor, that doctor that told you that I had to cure for cancer. So and I went mm-hmm. down the path of let me look at all the healthy shit that I can look at. 
Um, okay. And there's two things. There's CMOS, and then there's this thing made of beets, um, like a like a drink that you make with beets. Oh, beets. Um, not oh. not real beets. No, 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 no. no. But I, I I don't like the way beets taste either. Yeah. But um, yeah. this is like a powder, but supposedly okay. it tastes delicious. And it's uh-huh. one of the best things, like a combination of these two, you're like indestructible. Okay. You become a tank because it helps c- circulation, heart. Um, it helps like anxiety. And I don't have any of those things, but um, mm-hmm. like hypertension, all that create like everything, bro. And it's like, you know, superfood, this is supposedly like the superfood of things. CMOS, okay. I do know that it has like a ton of beneficial things to mm-hmm. it. Um, but I gotta research a little bit more. But we'll we'll, we'll keep that one for another for another account. Oh for yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Because nectar, what I was telling you about, that's the same. It's a superfood, and like I never used to be on that type of stuff. But I'm like, we're still young, but at the same time, we're getting older, and it's time for people to like really start learning and listening to your body because mm-hmm. like I said you know stuff like this you obviously you have to do your research so I trust you know I like micro sheets you know philosophy and everything so I still did my research I went on YouTube I went on different sites and they gave nothing but positive positive feedback you know and I even um went on this other guy, he's in the, fit. I forgot his name, he's in the fitness industry, but he also, I think he's behind um, this website, tigerfitness.com, I forgot his name, he even backs up Nectar, so like I said, you know, but we'll, we'll like you said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch more on that on, you know, another, uh, another, uh, you know, topic for sure, but before, before I close up, man, anything you want to say before I close up? Shout out to anything. What's on your mind? Uh, shout out to the wife. Shout out to the kids. Shout out to the forex world. Um, and man, there's more to come, man. I hope to continue to do these calls with you, brother. I appreciate the time for continuing to be a friend outside of school many, many years after, brother. And I hope to for us to continue to bring cool things, man, that we can think about and help not only the public but um, ourselves as well, man. Okay, that's what's up. But yeah, man, definitely um, off air. We'll talk because um, I'm thinking probably next week, man. We'll we'll chop it up next Tuesday. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. All right. All right, Roger, man. So I'll be talking to you, brother. All right, man. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. All right. All right. You too. Now. All right. Peace. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. Um. I forgot to mention Roger was on uh, one of my um, earlier shows. Um, So he's going to be coming back on, you know, we're going to chop it up and everything like that. But uh, before I close, you know, again, um, at the end of the day, guys, you know, this platform is for you to hopefully enjoy, learn something new, you know, taking, you know, some advice, things like that. Never, Attention to come on and bash anyone or or do anything offensive because at the end of the day, you know, this is my platform and I want people to enjoy it. I don't want to scare anybody away. You know, like I said, I checked my numbers. Numbers are still looking good. I'm still trying to keep my Slovakia <laughs> fan or fans, 
So, like I said, um, I I appreciate those of you that are still listening. You know, God bless you. Um, those that are not listening, God bless you anyways, because I'm still going to be me. Um, before I go, I just want to, you know, just say, you know, when I post these things on social media, you know, guys, just really, you know, take the time to, you know, look and listen, you know, because I, I, I feel like this, you know, if somebody posts a picture of their neighbor painting their fence and it has fucking 100 likes and 30 comments, the least you can do is show some love to my shit, you know, because I'm not saying my shit's the shit, but I feel like my shit's more important versus a fucking fence. You know, I'm not calling nobody out, but I'm just calling it like it is. Um, like I said, you know, just, you know, just, just be mindful, people. I mean, you know, this takes time for me to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I have a full, you know, I have a nine to five and then this is my side hustle. So, you know, I have a long day, you know, so just be mindful on that. But again, I'm not calling nobody out. I'm just saying as a general sense, if you get offended, hey, you know how to reach me. We could talk. So, you know, um, yeah. And also, um, this is just random. You know, I'm just going to be random before we go. If you have a child that decides to go, you know, they want to go off to college, let them go off to college. Don't talk them into staying home. What the fuck is, you know. What what, what what the fuck is that? You know, you want your child to go off and learn and meet new people, see different things, and, you know, you want them to live and have fun, you know, have orgies and orgasms and all the whole nine, you know? Let them live. Stop keeping kids in a fucking bubble, okay? With that being said, everybody have a good one. I am out.